The following podcast may contain adult themes and strong language, like weasel face and scullion. They were old friends called Max and Mitch, and they didn't know what to do. So they pushed themselves to understand another human's point of view. The fear of growing gray and old with walking sticks and dentures. As emboldened them to take the horns of life's curious adventures. They vow to pass no judgment, they seek no greater claim. They just want to find the common thread that proves we're all the same. Now pay attention, motherfuckers, if you follow them down this road. You might hear things unconventional and not quite out of mode. Sure, your hearts are open and your minds are. Ah, fuck this. Can we just start the show? How much are you paying me for this? Hello. Hello. How are you, Max? Good. I was just admiring your very white teeth. Thanks, mate. Thank yeah. you very much. Um, the secret is brushing. Oh, that's where. That's, that's where what... you've been going wrong. I always thought there was something I was That's missing. That's right. You should brush. I should At least brush. once a year. Yeah. <laughs> Not really. Your normally teeth I, also look lovely. I normally just stand in front of the bathroom like mirror. For like 10 minutes every night thinking, what should I be doing now? <laughs> and then I just There's a moment of time that I've got here that should be better used. Mm. Nah, so I should look at myself in the mirror. No, that's the best. Body that's dysmorphia. The best. That's, it's not, <laughs> is it? Let's talk about that. We've got plenty of time on this adventure to talk about all our issues. Yeah. We've got a lot of road time. I always find that time on the road... That's the best time for getting stuff, hashing stuff out. Exactly. I'm looking forward to it, like getting, a counselling session. deep and dirty <laughs> in, our, in our subconscious minds. Okay. Yeah, so this is a Mitch Surprise Max episode. I'm surprising you today. Yeah, you're surprising me. Oh, I'm excited. You're feeling surprised? I like that you opened with a compliment to me to try and like take some edge off what could be happening. Yeah. <laughs> put me on... Put me on a good foot. Almost like if I'm really nice to you now, it will change yeah. the outcome of what's well, going to happen. Actually, I think this is going to be lovely. Okay. Uh, lovely? Yeah. Well, I just think this is the last time I'm surprising you. <laughs> yeah. Well, not ever. Hopefully well, not ever. I'll be constantly normal. surprising you. <laughs> yeah. Max, I have a child. Oh! <laughs> anyway, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. But today we are taking a trip out to a place called Lydney in Gloucestershire. Lydney. Lydney. Okay. Mm, more I'm... specifically, St. Breville's. Still not ringing any bells. No bells ringing. It won't do. Let me tell you a little <laughs> bit about what we're doing and why we're doing it. So, uh, okay. I'm really scared of In episode two, yes. I took you to see a medium and stuff, remember? Yes. And you said you hadn't seen Ghost. No. Then in episode eight, I said, have you watched Ghost yet? And you went, no, I still not watched it. No. And I thought, well, I could take you to a... A drive-in cinema and watch Ghost together. Yeah, that'd be romantic. <laughs> that'd be, that'd be nice. That'd be lovely. But then I thought, fuck that. Let's let's skip out the film. Let's okay. go straight for the ghosts. Right. We're going ghost hunting. Mmm. We're staying in a castle tonight. What? Yeah, we're Oi. staying in Saint Breville's Castle. Let me tell you a little bit about the castle. Oh my god. Saint Breville's Castle is a Norman castle that was originally built between 1075. <laughs> and 11.29. That seems impossibly old, doesn't old, it? Really also, old. Also, you know it's old because it was built between like 
a hundred years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's not good project management. Okay. And was first used as an administrative office for the area of the Forest of Dean. Okay. I mean, it's a pretty grand office, isn't it? I wouldn't mind that as an office. No. These you, days you have to use shared office spaces. Exactly. We wouldn't mind an office job shop. if that was my no, that, that place of work. <laughs> Taking a hundred years, you're already dead. All right. Oh, God. King John used the castle as a hunting lodge. King John. Sure. Unbelievable. <laughs> Is it on the coast? Near the coast? I think it's just nearer the border of Wales. I don't feel like it's coastal. Oh. It's very foresty. Mm. Forest of Dean. I don't know who Dean is. We'll find um, out. He's it on the declined ghost. over the centuries. And, uh, and then it was primarily used as a court and debtor's prison in okay. the 18th and 17th and uh, 19th centuries. Sorry. However, following local riots, its use as a prison was ceased. Oh my God. The castle was completely renovated during the 20th century. And it was then taken over as a youth hostel. Sure. From 1948, <laughs> which it remains this day. A youth hostel so, for the dead. A youth hostel <laughs> for, for ghosts. Okay. So, right. the Youth Hostel Association, which actually is like widespread across the entire world. Yeah. Okay. And seem like a fantastic organisation. Mm. So it's a nice little community thing for okay, us to good. get involved with. So okay. I've spoken with the, um, the general manager there and okay. he's happy for us to come down. He said, get this. Basically, there's a tradition that was set up by the guy that built this castle because people had right. to pay tax to go into the forest and gather firewood. Okay. Right. And this tradition, it was called the bread and cheese dole, right? And people were on the dole, essentially. They'd go right. to this castle and out the window, they'd chuck bread and cheese. And people would go, oh, thanks for the bread and cheese. Thank you so much. I don't know Thank why you, they had that voice, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, sire. But they're a bit like peasants. For my bread and cheese. Thanks for my cheese, sir. Thanks for my cheese <laughs> and my leather hat. Now I won't get rained on and my family won't starve. <laughs> yeah. Great. Anyway, so... so are we eating bread and cheese? <laughs> Is this, gonna... He said, get this, he said, you've chosen the best time to come because it's a bread and cheese festival from five. What? So I thought, well, regardless of the ghosts, that sounds like a bit of us. Oh my God, two birds in one stone. Exactly. So we'll get there for the start and we'll properly load okay. up on bread and cheese because I imagine what happens is people go yeah. there, they eat so much cheese, they have terrible nightmares and think the place is haunted. Yes, yes. Yeah, and cheese and red wine, and then they're just seeing ghosts everywhere. That's it. So <laughs> yeah. There's freaking out. But I've got this, a private room. I don't know what the room is there. Okay. But a lot of the rooms have their own haunted history. I'll tell you more of that on the road. Oh, my God. This sounds amazing. But this is officially the UK's most haunted castle. How do they measure that? Uh, based on reports of activity. Reports of ghost sightings. Like general complaints. Do and then some clever sod has just gone, let's just... <laughs> the creaky beds and the noisy, the noise that counts. complaints. <laughs> Let's just switch that and yeah. say that it's ghosts. I'm a little bit scared. Yeah. But yeah, I'm a bit scared. Yeah. I feel like they probably hire people to dress up as ghosts. I don't know around. if the Youth Hostel Association is into <laughs> that kind of thing. Mm, never it's like know. six pound a bed for if you're staying in an open dorm. I don't know if they're then paying actors to go in. <laughs> Look at all these profits we've got from the well, bread and cheese. Probably not very good actors if they're if they're out in. If you're out in Lydney, <laughs> don't call yourself an actor. That's where it's you're all a, happening. You're a twat in a bed sheet. The Globe, Lydney, same. Play them all. <laughs> I've treaded the boards everywhere. <laughs> Those creaky boards in St Breville's Castle. We'll be staying up overnight. I've brought a pack of cards, thought we could have a little play. <gasps> yeah, yeah. that'd be great. So it'll be a nice little sleepover. I feel like at the end, of the, as we get to the end of the series, yeah, we, that's should, nice. we should spend some proper time. Quality time. Quality In a haunted time. castle. In a, in a, yeah, in a really scary Is place. Is it going to be cold? I've got a sleeping bag in the car, actually. I feel like there are beds there. Oh, there are beds. Okay, it's not like just on the fireplace, like half. No, they're not the like, room. welcome to the <laughs> castle, guys. So we'll be opening the doors at about 7am. Don't die. Great. 
it's not a bank holiday weekend or anything. Hopefully the place will be empty for us. Just us and ghosts. Just us and ghosts. I don't know if I'll sleep. Maybe we won't. Maybe we'll have an all-nighter. Yeah. Fueled on bread and cheese. Oh, my God. Cool, man. Shall we cool. go then? Yeah, let's I'll go. I'll tell you more about the ghosts when we get to a service station or something. Mm. All right, then. Mm, yeah. Lovely. Over a little coffee. Let's do this. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Ooh. Here we are, then, at Membly Services. Never been here before. It's quite nice. Out of five, what would you give Membly Services? Mm, three. I've been to some great service stations. Yep. Oxford Service Station, for example. One it's of the a great best. one. One of the best. South um, Mims, one of our faves. That's nice. <laughs> Listen, while we're here, I'm going to tell you about... Because I've not told you about the ghosts. Tell me all about them. I'm going to tell you about them. Again, just to say, I don't know what room we're staying in, mm. but there are loads of different rooms, obviously, because mm. it's a castle. Mm. Roomy, aren't they? Yeah, hopefully. Here we go, then. St. Breville's Castle Ghosts. The solar room. The sound of a crying baby is often heard in this room. Well... I'll be the judge of that. During recent <laughs> renovations to the ceiling of this room, the wrapped-up corpse of a baby fell from the rafters, leading many to Fuck believe <laughs> that it's this baby that can be heard. That's fucked up, right? Straight off. I mean, that's number one on the list. Hanging room. That's not ours, is it? Let's hope so. Strange sounds such as marbles dropping. <laughs> <laughs> not again. <laughs> Humming and scuttling noises. I mean, that just sounds like mice. It might just be mice. It's an old building. Come the on, guys. appearance of a dark mass figure-like shape has also been witnessed standing in the doorway, and people have reported being violently pushed. Fuck. Prison. It's a prison. It might just be a big bird. <laughs> Often, the shadow yeah. of a medium-sized yeah. bird can be or seen one of those, in the like, window. The ironing boards that's built into the wall. Maybe that just yeah. falls down and knocks you over. Yeah, knocks you out. Just not put the latch on it. We'll find out. Poltergeist activity has been reported in the prison area, with furniture being moved considerable distances. What's Voices that? How, and what, footsteps. How, what's, a considerable how, what's a considerable distance? We'll need to measure that. A metre? We'll take a, a yardstick. Okay. Voices and footsteps are also heard, as well as people being grabbed by unseen hands. That sounds like Slight my kind of night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's pray we're in prison. <laughs> Another frequent report here is the sound of growling. Mm, that could just be some... It's a sex pest. Mm. The chaplain's room. Dark figures are also seen in this room, which is abhorrent, and we've tried to stamp it out. <laughs> Dark figures are Whoa. also seen in this room, blocking people's escape route. Strange flashes of light and red orbs are often seen. People have reported the sensation of being touched when no one is around. Yeah, and beds that. have also been known to move, as well as people witnessing indentations on their bed as if someone's sitting down. If you feel touched when no one else is around, then you're just masturbating. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's like That's yeah. no mystery there. No, unless you aren't doing it. You shouldn't be doing it in a castle. Of all the places. Actually, maybe some people get off on it. Yeah, castle wank. Yeah. Constable's room. The sudden feeling of lightheadedness and strangulation have been reported in this room. The door has been known to violently swing open of its own accord, and beds have been seen to vibrate. Well. Oh, can, can we have a vibrating bedroom, please? Could I specify the vibrating... The, the unseen vibrating... hands and vibrating beds <laughs> yeah. are what pulled me here. If you could get the unseen hands out there for about 10pm, <laughs> if they could stay for a few hours, just give dark, me a chance. And the dark figure. Tall, dark... Tall, dark figure. Mass. As long as he strangles me, it's all good. <laughs> we go. The porter's lodge. In this area, a gentleman staying at the castle reported the feeling of being pinned down on his bed with him unable to move. A misty and sometimes dark shadow has been seen standing near the fireplace and it's also been seen near the doorway. A strange dragging sound is often heard as well as the sound of a crying child. Not the same child from the first one. I don't know. Maybe. Fucking hell. If it's hell. near that room. 
The oubliette. I don't know what that means. Mm, um, wardrobe. Like, yeah, maybe. This room contains what is known as the scary bed. Please let us be in the scary bed. Scary bed? The scary bed. Guests have been awoken by what seems like an angry spirit. It doesn't appear to like people staying in this bed, as it violently tugs on the bed sheets. Some people have also reported being awoken by a screaming woman. In the same room? Why has that one got all of the stuff Mate, going on please, in there? Please, please, please let us be yeah, in the in the. I want to be in that one. Yeah. For sure. The state apartment is the last one. The state apartment is one of the oldest remaining parts of the castle. It's since been split up into individual areas, including Isabel's room and a long corridor. Footsteps at the side of the beds in this room are a frequent report from guests, as well as the sound of a curtain closing in the room, even though they are already closed. The sound of footsteps are also heard on the corridor outside the room, as well as the sound of scratching coming from the door and the walls. Can I make a suggestion? And loud bangs on the walls. So, when people stay in this place, this yeah. castle, yeah. there's obviously lots of other guests there. Are they just not hearing all the other guests in the other rooms? Maybe. I mean, this is the thing, like, everyone that goes there is either unwittingly staying there as just cause for a cheap place to stay because it's youth hostel or they're there because they're ghost hunting like us like us i'm gonna i'm gonna properly ouija board it up tonight so yeah. i hope you're ready i am ready we've Bring got it on. two bottles of red wine so <laughs> i feel like we'll be experiencing things anyway i'm like oh she's unseen hands oh so someone's oh, making me feel drunk <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling lightheaded. <laughs> it's that ghost in Ubliette. Maybe the, we'll just put the bottles of red wine down and the cork will just go. They're screw tops. Oh, well, that's not going to happen, is it? <laughs> Maybe unseen hands will come and unscrew the wine. That would be wonderful. And if they can pour them for us, yeah. at about 10 o'clock. <laughs> why, also, why is it all like ghosts come in and, and close the curtains that were already closed yeah, rather than like ghosts shit. come in and like hurt you, which would be like easier? What I kind of want is for you to be strangled. Me? Yeah, well, I don't... <laughs> I want it. I want proof that it happens, but I don't yeah. want to be subject to an unseen strangling. Actually, do you know what? It'd be interesting to see whether or not the staff are, like, on board with this whole ghost thing. Mm. Well, let's hope that we do have a, a ghostly experience. Yeah, I hope so too. But if not, then, you know, wine, bread and cheese, that, sounds like, that doesn't sound like a night wasted, does it? No, of course not. And it's a beautiful day, and we're in this we're in this wonderful service station. We are sunning it up right here in Membley. Mm. <laughs> right, should we go on the road? Let's get back on the road. All right. The room is the Porter's Lodge. The Porter's Lodge. Shall I shall I reread to you the information on the Porter's Lodge? Yeah, go on, because I can't remember. In this area. Oh God. A gentleman staying at the castle reported the feeling of being pinned down on his bed <laughs> with him unable to move. A misty and sometimes dark shadow has been seen standing near the fireplace. There. You're sleeping next to it. <laughs> and it's also been seen near the doorway. There. Jesus Christ. A strange dragging sound is often heard as well as the sound of a crying child. Like this. <laughs> Maybe it's a child being dragged. That's why it's crying. Um, Chris, the duty manager, said just go around and explore, though, didn't he? He said just walk around, get lost yeah, yeah. in a place. We'll go out ghost hunting tonight at midnight. Brilliant. At witching hour. I'll take my knife. Ooh, that's a bit extreme. <laughs> I feel like that could go horribly wrong. I bought it. I bought a knife. Why? To butter the bread. Kill the ghost. <laughs> oh, sorry, yeah. We'll go something. <laughs> what do you reckon to this room, mate? Let's, let's describe it. Okay, well, it's um, we're in the Porter's room Lodge, floor. and it's mainly stone. There's uh, wooden beams. It's quite cold. It's quite a big room. It's big, isn't it? There's a couple of bunk beds in here. Should we should we sleep in a single bed or should we do bunk beds? Or should we bunk? Yeah. We, let's bunk. 
bunk by the fireplace or should we bunk there because that's furthest from the fireplace? I think. Mm, I don't really. If, the, if I don't want to be by the windows. Dark <laughs> guy that stands here. I don't want to sleep next to it. Which bed do you reckon he got pinned down in? Um, this one by the window. Yeah, because it's next to the fireplace. But this is yeah. incredible. Just we're just in a, like it's a, a beautiful castle. castle. Yeah. Should we gonna have a little look around? Should we have a yeah? Little, let's little have a, let's have a wonder. All right, lovely. Brilliant. All right. Yes, you can hear the bird song. <laughs> we're out and about. We're in uh, the George pub. That was handy. That big sign. That was right, <laughs> literally sat right next to us. Oh, and where we are, it's the George. It's the George. Um, which is just in the shadow of the castle mm. that we'll be staying in. Yeah, it's very beautiful, isn't it? Max has gone for a pint of birra moretti. Yeah. Other lagers are available. With a bit of lemonade, because I'm not a full man. Did you go for a top, did you? Yeah, I went for I a top. That. that was a risk out here. Well, you know I'm a top. I've gone for a bishop's tipple. It's a lovely, strong, fruity ale. Mm. So the plan is to go and find... Cash. Point. Cash. And then cheese. And then buy a cheese with that cash. Mm. We've seen the cheese festival sort of begin the murmurings of it. Mate, you need to get some cheese. I need some fucking cheese and bread in me. Mm. Where's this festival kicking off? Did it look like know. a festival to you? Um, well, they had five gospel singers. Yeah, that was more. They had more singers than they did tents. Yeah. There was um, some games and things being erected. Yeah, there was one kid dressed like a medieval monk. And there was a maypole. And there was a maypole, mm. which kind of, I think we're in like a wicker man situation here. And we're the victims. 100%. Yeah, definitely. Anyone staying in that castle, we're all to be sacrificed tonight. Uh, yeah, You're I, first. I, You'll be turned into <laughs> gourmet faggots on the menu here. Yeah, so on the menu when we walked in this pub, there's a big, there's a blackboard. And we were wondering if it was kind of like pro or anti-gay around here. You know how sometimes you can get out in the rural areas of, mm. of Britain and find that people aren't quite as tolerant or accepting or just normal? I don't know. It's hard to gauge, but they did. I mean, there was faggots on the menu. But straight away, as soon as we walked in, what's on the specials board? Gourmet faggots, right. I chop yeah. you up into little bits here, mate. <laughs> <laughs> don't say it too loudly. You give me away. Well, I'm worried anyway because I'm vegetarian, so I feel like we're all in this, we all get put in the same pot here. Yeah. When it says vegetarian, vegetarian, that means vegetarians. <laughs> they cook us. Yeah, yeah. Okay, make quick recording. Okay. So um, I'm, I'll try and describe the scene. No, no, so it's like it's like, just like just a. Put out an SOS now. So it's like a big village fete. I'd say there's probably maybe 300 people here, yeah. and there's a lovely brass band just outside you the castle. Big village fete. I was told this was a bread and cheese festival. I've seen baskets with cheese in. Two bars, two Little big baskets with cheese. cheese. Yeah. So it's a very jovial atmosphere. It's about Everyone's what's the move. time? Everyone's on the move. It's 7:30. Some kind of the sun's going down. It's very beautiful. But I'm so scared. What's happening is now everyone's marching. I think they're following the people with the cheese baskets. The cheese baskets. But what was all the Let's follow we and should, the sermons about? It was very religious. I told you this which is I, wicker man shit. I didn't expect that. Everyone has a dog. Uneasy. I feel uneasy too. We were just saying actually before we started recording that if one of us were to be killed by these people, the whole community would protect each other. It is wicker man stuff. Yeah, yeah for yeah, real. Yeah. <laughs> this is hot fuzz level. Yeah, this is world's shit. end shit. And um, we should follow them. Let's no, go. Let's follow, let's follow the people, yeah. So what's the history behind the cheese thing, Don? So Give us a, a quick history lesson. The guy that made this castle back in the 1100s, he introduced the bread and cheese doll. Uh, basically, people had to pay a penny to gather firewood as, like, as a tax to gather firewood from from the woodland area and they'd be rewarded like once a year like they'd throw bread and cheese out to these people uh, and now it's been kind of commemorated and celebrated with some bloke up a 
painter's ladder, chucking cubes of cheese into people's umbrellas. You know what it's just reminding me of? The Walking Dead. What's in the cheese? Yeah. Don't eat the cheese if you catch any, mate. Don't drink the drink. I think this place isn't haunted, but there's <laughs> fuck all to do around here but drink, so everyone gets drunk. Maybe they make tourists come to the castle and stay and then kill them oh, and mate, eat them. Don't, I, honestly, I sent a shiver at my spine because I fully believe that we could be Gourmet in. faggots. <laughs> Gourmet faggots. <laughs> Just because I've got floppy hair, they'll kill me. Yeah. You know, the looks like, I'm getting here aren't, like, I don't feel comfortable. Why is that, mate? You've got a great theory. It's because you look like a movie star. Yes. And they're like, who is this? Who is this perfect man? The greatest thing I've ever heard is Max saying, it's because you look like a film star and everyone else looks like plebs. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Is he going to jump? So there's an old cheese man and an old cheese lady. And he's he's too old to be on top of a wall. He's got a big wicker basket. He's moving all the cheese around. It's like squares of cheese. And now he's going to start throwing it. (gasps) They're throwing cheese. They're throwing cheese at everyone. Do, do you know? Do you know whether it's always these two people that throw the cheese? Um, absolutely, it's not. Um, it is the man on the left. Okay. His, his name's Jed. He okay. Is. Jed seems like the, the resident cheese thrower here. <laughs> he looks experienced. Yes, I don't think that he definitely is. He throws every year. Okay. Sir, one bottle of red wine down. <laughs> Podcast log. It's eleven thirty-five. We're sat in the old kitchen. What are your thoughts? Well, I just, I feel like there, there are, fo- we can hear footsteps, but that's because there are people in other rooms. There are other guests. There are other guests. Quite busy, isn't it? For mm. a Sunday night. Mm. Late arrivals, cyclists and that. On a scale of one to ghosts, I'd say we're at one. I'd say zero. We haven't even seen one. No, I've not even had a sense of a ghost being here. Apart from the noise in the cupboard. Which was funny because Max made a joke about a ghost being in the cupboard and then a noise came from the cupboard. Mm, it felt like something falling against the door or it could have been um, a hand of a small child. Could have been. I mean, the guy had just got something from the cupboard. I feel like something fell. Anyway, we're waiting for Chris to come and tell us all about the place mm. and the unofficial ghosts. Yeah, um, they're not strictly allowed to be here. Well, strictly they're not allowed to tell people there are ghosts here. But we're going to find out what he has to say about it. What he really thinks. The scoop. <laughs> we always get the truth. I'm a investigative journalist. I always get the scoop. Chris, you're here just in time. Good. Hello. That was phenomenal. We just started recording saying Chris will be here in a moment to record with us. Can I clip a microphone onto you? Yes. Ooh, Is that okay? Yeah. Just so we get good sound. So this this castle has been here since uh, since the Norman times. The the first castle was built in 1067 by William the Conqueror. Traditional wooden Norman Motton Bailey castle. And then as time has gone by, they have replaced it. They tore it down piece by piece, a section at a time, starting with the keep, worked through it, rebuilt it in stone. You get to sort of the uh, the pacification of the Welsh with I think it was the King Edward. The whichever King Edward it was, he was sort of, he, he built the last bit of fortifications for this. Because that's what this castle was originally built for, was to keep the Welsh out yeah. of England. William the Conqueror wanted want nothing to do with Wales. Yeah. So all the other castles along this, along this border were sort of his defensive measures. Once the, the Welsh were um, no longer a threat to uh, English territory, this castle became purely administrative. It was like the centre for the Forest of Dean. All business and commerce sort of pretty much came through here. It was a massive weapons depot uh, for mostly crossbow uh, quarrels. It's the, the metal bits that right. go on the end. Mm. 
thousands upon thousands upon thousands could be stored here at once. In fact, pretty much every quote that was used in the Crusades was stored in this castle and shipped over there. Because uh, this castle had access to two very significant sets of resources. You have iron or uh, apparently some of the best quality iron in the country. I have no proof. I don't iron Don't take my word for it. I'm just being told what I want. <laughs> but we also had the second largest supply of timber in the country, oak timber specifically, after mm -hmm. the forest of Nottingham. So our ability to produce wooden and metal-based weaponry was quite significant. Um, but yeah, that room was turned into a prison in the 1600s, mostly for, for the debtors of the area. So if you owe money or can't pay a fine or haven't come through on a deal that you've made or something like that. Yeah. If you owe money to someone for something, you end up in, a, in, a, in our prison. You get to the 1800s and that's pretty much all this castle's good for anymore. But I say good for, uh, when the prison inspectors came in the early 1800s, they described it as the worst prison they'd ever seen. Wow. in terms of the general conditions and squad of the prisons we're living in. So you go into that prison in the clothes that you stand in. You're not given any blankets or pillows or duvets, nothing like that. There's no furniture. There's no wood for the fire. And the only thing, literally, apart from you, the only other thing in that prison apart from you are the other prisoners. Uh, so in the winter, when you've got no glass, it gets bitterly cold. Back then, temperature was very different. Summers were hotter, winters were colder and wetter. Yeah. If, when it was a bedroom, Guests were provided with firewood by the cast. It was all paid for by whoever was running the place at the time. But as they were prisoners who already owed money for something, in their, in their mind, well, you're a criminal. You already owe us money. Why should we waste a penny on you? To even the extent, we're not even going to give you some of our firewood. You've got to get your own. So the prisoners had a choice to make. They could either hope their family and friends would come and visit them with their food, water and firewood to get by, or clothes, blankets, whatever. It all had to be provided from the outside. Um, or they had to buy food, water and firewood off the jailers. But when you're in prison for owing money already and you can't afford to pay it back, it's kind of a catch-22. It's beyond catch-22. The circle just repeats. You end up back in prison for owing more money. You get so desperate that either they'll, either you'll just skip town with your family to get away from it while they've got messengers on horseback. They could probably get a message there faster than you could and you'd be lucky to get away. Or they'll just execute you. They'll just take you upstairs to the uh, to the hanging room, the guard room as we call it, the guard hanging room as it was originally known. And then at the front of the castle, overlooking the church, they'd hang you. Could be traditional Sunday morning after Sunday service in the church, all the peasants from the village go there and then come out, gather at the bottom of the, of the castle. And bear in mind, there's no glass in the windows of the prison so they can hear everything that's going on outside. Prisoners get taken upstairs from the prison up to the guard hanging room and then they're hung in front of the brain crowds. And that's not the worst part. <laughs> Because when, when, you're, when you're done with being hung, you are, you're hung until you are dead. And, and when you are no longer twitching, they will just simply cut the rope that attaches you to the top of the tower and you'll just drop past the side of the tower, past the window that leads into the prison so they can see it as well as hear everything. Splashes into the moat and just, just sort of leave your body there to, to rot and fester. Loads of stories about, you know, there's, there's books written about this place and how haunted it is. And, we haven't all had experiences. I mean, I, I personally have, yes. I've, I've experienced uh, one of the more infamous stories, the, 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 rat, the, the rattling latch of the stables. I was in the castle on my own. I know I was in my castle, in, in my castle, <laughs> in this castle on my own. There was no, there was, there was one person outside, but 
There was no one inside apart from me. I was in the kitchen. No wind, no doors open, no windows open, nothing. Uh, and if you, obviously you can go try it yourselves and see how, it, it's, it's not a light latch. It's not like you just blow on it and it moves. You have to physically jiggle it up and down. Mm. But it rattled five times, up and down five times, very distinctly, very clearly. Um, I went to check, just was like, hello? That's an unexpected noise, I shouldn't be hearing that. Uh, have a check, have a look, there is definitely nobody here. No one inside, all the doors are shut, all the windows are shut. So something made that latch rattle. Yeah. Don't ask me what it was, I have no idea. Yeah. It's, it's interesting to know that, that most of the stories I get told are ones I've heard countless times before. They're on the internet, they're on Google, they're on YouTube, they're in books. They've heard stories from the people who are running the, running the show or from other guests who have done it before. And thinking, you're not telling me anything new. You saw exactly what you expected to see. Yeah. You've even said that to me yourself. Oh my God, I saw the shadowy figure block on the pathway up on the top corridor, exactly like I heard it was going to be. So in those instances, I'm like, really? Did you really see it? Or did you really want to see it so badly that yeah. your brain just... Because that's what your brain does. If you can't see clearly or you can't hear something, you know, you're in a crowd or something, if you see movement at the corner of your eye, your brain will just fill in the blanks with its own information because your brain doesn't function with gaps in knowledge. So if you see, like, if you think you see a shadow in an archway, it doesn't matter what's actually causing that shadow, it's just like a trick of the light or, you know, you, it's like your eyes flickered and you haven't noticed it. Your brain will think, hmm, this is the corridor where I read that story about that shadowy figure. I saw a shadow kind of like thing on this corridor, I think maybe. So I'll say it was that because that's the story that's easiest to fit the gaps. And so that's what you believe. So we get to the 1600s and some bright spark comes up with a fantastic idea of, I know what's a good plan. Let's not use people to turn our spits. Let's use some technology to turn our spits. So they invented this thing and its official name is a spit dog wheel. And it is exactly what the name suggests. It's a wheel that you put a dog in to turn your spits. You put a dog oh, in shit. there? Yes, you'll put a dog in there. Um, <laughs> tiny little things. Imagine like a fox crossed with a dashend, but the size of a dashend. But how does that turn the wheel? Ah, well. So what you do is, you, these, these, these dogs, spit dogs, were bred specifically for going in this wheel. They didn't exist until the spit, wheel, the spit dog wheel was invented. And then when the spit dog wheel went out of fashion, spit dogs died out with them. So... After you go through the very long and arduous and expensive and time-consuming process of training your dogs to run in a wheel, you basically you put your dog in the wheel, so seven feet off the ground, and the little wheel on the outside, there's a leather belt that connects to the end of the spit. Mm. And as the dog runs, it's like a giant hamster wheel, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As the dog runs inside the wheel, there's like, the, like leather panelling around yeah. the inside for grip. And as the dog runs in the wheel, the wheel will turn. And as the wheel turns, the little wheel turns, turns the belt, turns the spit. A dog like that could run for about 20 minutes, take it out, put the next one in, let that run around, take it out, put the next one in, let it run around, take it out, put it in, oh and just God. keep repeating the process until your meat's cooked. Until you've got no more dogs left. Until you've got no more dogs left, all the, all the food's cooked, whichever one comes first. Right. It's a glorified hamster wheel for cooking food. Easy. Yeah. Does that still turn? It, it does, but given that it is both 400 years old and the only one left in existence, yeah. it shouldn't be. <laughs> just, just for the sake of keeping it. No, intact no, no. but people obviously then pretty quickly realized that that was not an effective use of time and resources no. so they went back to using people instead yeah spit dog wheels died out after about 50 years mid of the 1600s spit dogs died out with them in terms of surviving specimens of spit dog wheels and spit dogs there is only one spit dog left in the world its name is whiskey and it is a taxidermy sample that you'll find in abergavenny museum 
Um, but they keep it in a, in, a, in a display case in the back. It's not out on right. permanent display, so you have to go and ask to see it. Special appointment. And then we've got the privilege of saying we've got the only spit dog wheel left in existence, wow. or at least the only one that is both still intact and where it was originally built, because there are other ones in, in, in England, yeah. but only in England. Nowhere else in the world. Yeah, it, it's wow. it's not what, what what you call grandeur and impressive, but it is obscure, bizarre, it is. and a, and a comp and, and it summarizes everything about old England days because the the, the training process is actually really barbaric. Um, you train them from pups, and the the training wheels more on the ground, and it's a case of mm. you, you beat the dogs when they try and jump out of the wheel, and to encourage them to run in the wheel, you fill it full of hot embers from your fire. So the dogs learn that if they, you know, if they're not in the wheel, they get beaten up by the human. And if they are in the wheel, they run or they get burned by hot embers that are chasing them round. And the more they run, the more the embers cool down, the less they get burned. So the pups actually get, you know, quite badly burned, injured, die when they're training the training process. It's not until you get to adult life that they actually start having quite a good life because they're in for 20 minutes at a time, and then they're taken out and they have free run of the castle. An oubliette, actually, uh, it comes in French of oublier, which means to forget. And the translation of the name Oubliette is close. To, there's no literal translation for it, but the, the, the rough translation is the place of the forgotten. The idea is that you put people in there to forget about them, to wipe them out of history. Now, whereas you can do that by hanging someone and burning all trace of their existence, Oubliettes are better than that because you put someone in and once they go in, they never come out. You can cover the body up or you can just leave it there exposed for the next person that goes in there. But ultimately... They never come out again. And as I said, if, if you remember that person, if you talk about them, you're going to join them. All your assets will be uh, taken care of, shall we say, whether that's servants or land or money. You know, money goes to the church, land goes to the state, servants go wherever servants go. And it is a case of you were never born. And that's the point. You hang someone and people will be okay with that. It's like, at least my legacy will live on. Someone will take over in my name. But you get put down a oubliette and you haven't got a name to be remembered. And that's terrifying to, to most, that's the point. It's, you know, it's fear. It's all about fear and control back then. Fear of life, fear of death, fear of the afterlife, all those things. And now we're back in our scary room. Ooh, I'm all scared and nervous. Hug me. Oh. Don't hug me, I'm scared. We've got uh, a ghost app that was recommended by Chris and mm. it reads electro signals and frequencies of sound that the human ear can't pick up and we've just had a name come through on the app. Oh, I just asked Lucas. what his name was, right? And it's come back with Lucas. Did you say that? Did I'm you? pretty sure I asked who, who it was. Our word history is pretty spread out. So it started off with scene, waste, answer me. He's obviously annoyed about us leaving glasses and packets about. Multiple. Multiple packets. Boat. Glasses. I don't know what the boat thing was. Hideous. Hideous, which is a shame. Beak. Yep. And then Lucas. we've had Lucas. Is your name Lucas? Current. Currently it is. You should have just said yes. Are you, are you, are you due to change your name? At any point. Lucas, speak to us. Still. It says still. This app's a piece of shit. Let's go to bed. Is it, is <laughs> yeah. it a piece of shit? 
Let's stay with it. No, mate. It's mate, just, I just said I summon the spirit of Lucas. It's a stupid word. And he told us it's still here. Okay, ask it a direct question. Okay. Where are we now? And he says many. Many. I, I, for a second there, I thought it was going to spell Man. Max. Oh, Max. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that would be fucking awesome. Okay. Maybe he's drunk saying that. Why wouldn't you just say Max then? Because he doesn't know how to spell. You're giving him the benefit he's of the doubt from, too much, mate. He's from mate. medieval England. He wasn't given a good education. Clearly. He doesn't like you, I don't think. <laughs> good. I don't want him to like me. <laughs> Lucas, Max wants to speak to you. I want to have you in my bed. How? How, How do you want? <laughs> Lucas, on top or on bottom? Lucas's foreplay is all out. I mean, I will say. yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> not doing well. The art of the tease is not strong with Lucas. <laughs> no. All right. Um, all right. I think it's time to... Um, I'm going to leave that running all night. No, don't, mate. See what words come up. Fine. If your name comes up in there, then you have to stay here. We should try and sleep now. It's so late, isn't it? Is, do you feel like we're putting off sleep because we're nervous? Uh, I'm a little bit nervous. I feel, I feel a little way bit more awake than I was. I'm ago. wired. He just want here we go. What's he saying? Memory. Memory, Memory. of what? Memories. Memories. alone <laughs> in the moon. He's a fan of cats. In fact, I'll tell you the word I want to see on the screen. Castle. 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 What building is Maybe this? Maybe you want something. Maybe it's not about like, asking him trivia. No, no, no. I'm, I, asking, no. Him, asking, I'm asking him a simple question. Yeah, but he, this place has been rebuilt. He knows. He no, he knows. Look, come on. We're in a fucking castle. Mm. If he doesn't get that. Mm. Come on. Here we come. Here we go. Here it comes. Here we go. Oh, Ju- Julian. 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 Julian? Julian and Lucas. I feel like they maybe just stayed here last time. Oh. He's looking forward to getting Julian back. All right. Wait a minute. Off, so now there's two guys in here. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> right then, Mitchell. I think it's time we went to bed. Well, Lucas, Julian, and I say good night to you. Good. Scared myself there with the rustling of the duvet. If you have any issues whatsoever, you just say, Psst, Mitch, and I'll see you. And I'll wave over and I'll say, Everything's all right, Max. Just don't look at that dark figure at the fireplace next to you. Julian, he's on the bunk above you. Yeah, I know, Lucas is in my bag. <laughs> Don't tell Julian. Good night, all. Sleep well. He's scared. Um, so we're standing so by we Tinton Abbey. Standing by the Abbey. Beautiful. It's, it's, it actually, actually took my breath well, we away. We took a little drive out this morning, haven't we? Down mm. into Tinton, which is the most happening place around here. We're stood in the ruins of Tinton Abbey at the moment, recording this. It's a glorious day. How are you feeling, mate? Did you have any ghostly activity last night? Anything um, to talk about? I didn't. I didn't have any ghostly activity, but I had crazy dreams. Crazy so then, whether dreams. that maybe they fed into that, I don't know. You didn't have a very good sleep, though, did you? I slept terribly last night. At one point, I threw a pillow at you for a, as a prank, so that you thought something like poltergeist activity was going on. Mm. You just dozed off, and I timed it so well. And I think maybe that's why I stayed awake because I had to push through my own tiredness to stay awake for this joke. God, and that's then devotion. I, yeah, it was a real commitment to the cause. And I threw the pillow and it was a perfect shot. And it landed just at the top of your head. 
I thought, here we go, he's going to freak out here. He's going to go <laughs> fucking mental. This will be the best joke ever. And you went, meh. <laughs> and just carried on sleeping. I don't remember that at all. No, you won't. Because you were fully asleep. So I was like, oh, this, all of this has been a waste anyway. The scariest thing was the name Isabel coming through on that ghost detector app just before we slept. Because that is a name of someone that lived at that castle for a period of time. Okay, honest question. Do you really think that the app can tune into things? I don't... No. No, <laughs> I don't think so, because it's an app on a phone. Yeah. But I just think that is a coincidence, which is very scary. Let's get on the road now. Let's get back to civilization. Um, and, and I'm going to have this ghost-detecting app on, on the road to see what comes through. Ooh. Because that will be the decider, won't it? I mean, Otherwise, it means your car's haunted. My car's had five previous owners. Oh, maybe, right. Well, maybe some case. of them died. <laughs> yeah, and it was written off twice. You shouldn't have been sold in there. <laughs> Back in the studio. 24 Ooh. hours later, as if it never happened. That was really good. That Enjoy was it. really good. Yeah. Shame we didn't really feel or see any ghosts. Mm, that is a shame, but were you expecting to? No, I was. You were. Oh, sorry. I was disappointed for you. Well, it wasn't really about me. This was about you, this episode. Okay. As long as you've had a nice little getaway. I have had a charming getaway. The thing is, we went curious. I've come back curiouser. I want to stay in more castles at night. Yeah, and and just spend more time in tiny remote villages. I'm glad you enjoyed it. So it was you brilliant. Know, I feel like we've kind of disproved ghosts now, haven't we? I feel like we gave them every opportunity to show themselves. Literally every opportunity. Yeah. The app thing was funny. Not quite sure exactly how scientific it is. I don't believe it. Should we it. try it in this room? Let's do that. It's called Ghost Hunting Tools, apparently. This this building's like 80 years old. Yeah. So somebody's probably died in Art here. Art Deco. So. Yeah. Just lovely. Just FYI. Classic. Max, you did get freaked out last night, though. When I, I said the thing was behind you, you got properly scared. And you moved bed. I did move bed because I got... I got very fixated on the idea that the demon would be in that like alcove above yeah. the bed, or that, that maybe they'd come in through the window or take me away through the window. Oh, you would, you wouldn't be even a know. Nightmare. I would know because I couldn't get to sleep. Mate, there are no ghosts here. There are no words coming through. There's no high signal thing. But the list of words we had from, from this morning were okay. "leave me," "guns," "wound," "farm," "bacteria." I think that was the previous one. I think we can conclude the app is. Dead. Shit. Oh, God. <laughs> I wanted it to be real. The Isabel thing scared me. Because what was the story with Isabel? Well, so Isabel, there's a room there called Isabel's room mm. because she would have stayed there. Right. But she died. Yeah. In the room or just. No, in I life. don't know if she died there. She would have died. But the ghosts might be those that worked for her. Ghost they're slaves. Just saying her name. Ghost slaves. <laughs> um, and then Dog came through. It could have been the spit dog. Could have been convo about that. The, I think basically this, the best thing from this whole experience The one thing we've learned, which is actually dog. is an absolute highlight for me. Yeah. Spit dog. It's brilliant. I mean, I've always wondered, how am I going to stop myself, my arm hurting, from yeah. turning this spit around? Yeah. Just put um, a wooden wheel I've, on the I, ceiling. I'm in perpetual fear that that little 10-year-old ain't going to turn up one day and turn <laughs> my spit what happens when I they think. don't turn up? Yeah, and I've got a banquet hall full of hungry friends. I've got an answer. Go on. Spit dog. Oh, brilliant. Get, I have two, Get a little please. dog, um, basically a dachshund that kind of looks a little bit like a fox. And what you do, you train it and burn it. Make it think it's running away from embers. Yeah. No, it's not make it think. like It is. You Actually put embers in it. with it yeah. and it has to run from them. And then put it in the spit dog wheel and it thinks it's being chased by fire. 
and it turns the spit for you. I'm going to Google spit dog. It's so it's such an elaborate way of cooking. T- it was over it's the too top. much. Well, so, but that was the only one that's left in the world. Turn spit dog. Whiskey to turn spit dog. That's the one he was talking about. Oh god, look at it. Oh god. Oh god, it looks like something out of a horror movie. No, it looks like it looks like a very very furry red ferret it, with dog do you know ears. What? More ferret like. You're so you're so right. That's disturbing. Very odd. Oh, it's Ned Wells box. Oh god, it's, it's not it's not alive. No. Right, well, <laughs> onwards then. Onwards to uh, next time when yep. I'll be surprising you with something. I Looking don't know what it is yet. Well then, let's get on with our lives, mate. There are some things that these people have to do. Like, follow, subscribe, review. Just yeah. four little things, simple things. Thanks for a lovely trip away. Thank you for organising it. It was beautiful. I'm glad you Had enjoyed it. Had a lovely it. time. I'm glad. Oh. All right then, mate. I'll see you next time. Until next time. For another Curious Adventure! (laughs) The Curious Adventures of Max and Mitch was created, recorded and produced by Max Wilson and Mitchell Hunt with artwork by Don Wilson, music by Bill Kassir and voiceover by Daisy May. Find them on Twitter and Instagram at Max and Mitch or search for them on Facebook, Podbean and SoundCloud. Even more curious? Then why not drop them an email? The Curious Adventures of at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs>